What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> what the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No, I thought your head would be bigger. It says on your chart, you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. I don't know what's going on. It's October and it's it's definitely spooky season. I mean, I, it seems like something's in the air uh, because lately things have just uh, just continued on the weird pace. And I like it, though. I love fall. Fall's my favorite time of year. Uh, I'm up in New England with uh, my guys over here at the Wicked Planet, so... The leaves are changing. I'm up in the mountains, so it's beautiful this time of year. Now, talk to me in about two months, and I won't have the same perspective when everything's dead and brown. But for now, I'm enjoying the colors. So, guys, we got a great show tonight. We have a packed house, and let's start off with the gentleman from Wicked Planet, Ron and Buckley. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, th thanks, Matt. What's up? How's it going? Good, good. We've been busy. Yeah. I just got Buckley into the studio to do this show tonight. I wanted to do it from the studio. So that's drag cool. me off the couch. Yeah. This is Buckley. I'm honored. I, I know what a struggle it is to get you into that place. So, oh. hey, to do more it for once, us more than once a week is asking a lot. I know. I hear it every week when Ron Ron threatens you with extra shows. And <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe. So how goes things on the Wicked Planet? It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's just keeping the same pace, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been busy. Uh, show numbers are good. We've been putting out a little bonus episode every week now, uh, going on for a few weeks. We're going to see how that goes. But uh, yeah, it's all good. We got uh, you know a lot of new shows just came out. We got a 
bunch of interesting stuff coming up. I think this week's show is going to be a real interesting one because uh, why? Well, I hadn't had a chance to talk to Buckley yet, but he doesn't tell me anything. Well, no, because, you know, Ever. last last week, Sean wasn't able to come in. Right. So oh, yeah. so I believe Sean's going to be in the house. Uh, today's Monday, right? Yeah. Wednesday. That show will be out on Thursday and he's got some interesting stuff he wants to talk about, which nothing new for him. But yeah. I, I love where he takes the show, though. You know, he takes it down a, a different angle and different route. And he has a lot of old knowledge that, you know, I don't I don't even have that kind of knowledge. And, and his biblical knowledge is off the charts. So some of the analogies he can draw in comparisons, it's 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 impressive. Well, we have some of that coming up this week. Uh, you know, we don't like to get too biblical, but I do like how things relate to biblical st- uh, scripture that Sean knows a lot about. And uh, a lot of the, you know, Satan worshiping stuff. I think that's what we're going to be covering this week. Should be a good show. Nice. Nice. Well, thanks for joining, guys. Thank you. Uh, uh, MR Koga, this is the first time I'm talking to you, sir. How are you doing? Yes. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? It's a pleasure to speak with you. Definitely a pleasure as well. How? So what have you been into lately? Uh, well, I've been promoting my uh, my book, uh, Demons Among Us, Shocking Real Life Stories from the Paranormal. Um, it is an Amazon number one bestseller. So uh, it's been kind of keeping me uh, pretty busy. And uh, when I'm not promoting, uh, I'm writing or I'm getting frustrated with technical difficulties on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> we, no one knows who you're talking about there. No, no not at all. No, no. <laughs> and in this day and age where we're so reliant on tech, it's that much more frustrating. That's it so frustrating. It is. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel your pain there. So now the book, when did you release it? Um, it was actually uh, when was 20, uh, 21 or was I, uh, 20. Yeah, I want to say like 2021. So it's been out for a while. Um, but, uh, uh, but people tend to want me have the, want me on their shows during this season. So, uh, <laughs> it seems to be, uh, fitting for the season. So it's been out for a while, but it's, you know, it's, it, it takes, um, you know, it's not like, a set it and forget it. You really kind of have to work a book. Um, and, you know, once you release it, it's just that you just don't put it on Amazon, but you have a lot of, uh, promoing to do and a lot of like interviews to do. And, uh, and so, uh, that's why, uh, that's why I'm here now. Well, I appreciate you making the time for us. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And Rye, last not, but not least, how's it going, man? You're muted. You're muted, Ryan. I guess I'm muted. That's how this goes, dude. You know, this is my first time, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, just, just hanging out, man. Having a good time watching a lot. And I'm curious to see what you guys are watching this time of year. Watching a lot of Tales from the Crypt on YouTube. <laughs> so I've been pretty excited about that. But um, Ron, you mentioned something right away that got me like, I, you know, I do these intros for these things like a week later. And there's this guy, Dimitri Daskalakis. I don't know if you guys have heard of this dude, but I want to talk about him a little bit uh, in here just because he's a creepy, satanic uh political figure i guess he's he's the head of the monkeypox response so pretty pretty interesting cat but have you guys looked into him where did you come across him from this website called uh vigilant vigilant citizen mm-hmm. 
pretty decent website. I you have to pay for it, but I figured if they have like good articles like this, I wouldn't wouldn't mind paying for it. So found this and this is a weird dude. So I want to get into him for sure. Um, I've never heard of him, honestly. Anybody else heard of him? I've never heard of him. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, well, we'll we'll talk about him a little bit, maybe pull up his Instagram or something because he is a freak. But anything going on with you, Matt, and the great deception? No, we're we're battling the old world battle. It's fun right now. Uh, there's a whole nice divide and conquer uh, agenda going on right now. So it, it's fun to watch people scatter and jump off the bandwagon and hop on one bandwagon to another. And it's 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 this typical round and round we go with the people in in this arena that we're in. Matt, are you talking about podcasters? podcasters instagrammers a lot of people yeah we've Mm. noticed i i for one have noticed a change in a lot of the people uh that that not only that we've dealt with have done shows with have have had long relationships with just kind of changing in the last you know month or so you know big big time i'm sure you guys have noticed it too so uh, I don't know. I, I we're just taking a different approach. You know, we we don't want to get caught up in any of that drama that's going on. We don't have any time for that. Nope. Yeah, you can't associate with some people, man. And it's it's interesting how it goes. But um, are, with that whole idea with the uh, with the old world and the new world, is there people that are saying like Tataria is all bullshit or like that whole thing that you guys been pushing is is a uh, psyop or something? Or because I'm I'm well, all for the uh, the going away from the spirituality. Well, like what it is, is, is the whole I mean, the whole idea of, of Tartaria from the get go, I kind of thought was was ridiculous, you know, because it's this utopia, perfect society, you know, free energy. It's kind of like Woodstock on steroids. Mm. Right. But then you include all this fantastical architecture and everything like that on top of it. Well, you know, I kind of called that out from the beginning when I started digging into the old, you know, old books and texts from like the 16 and 1700s. There's nothing that at that time. So I can't say anything prior to that. But the text that I read didn't show any evidence of of anything of the sorts. So you get into it then. And now there's people coming out. So so I kind of poo-pooed it from the beginning. But now you got people coming out saying that it's a Marxist um, <laughs> and communist psyop. <laughs> so it's Everything driving is. people towards Marxism and communism. And I'm like, ah, how is I that? Feel... And, and then you get the, the Bible thumpers who come around and claim, well, it's satanic. And I, I'm just sick of hearing that argument for anything that goes against any, you know, per- religious person's belief is the instant attack is it's satanic. And that's like kind of the weakest argument out there. It's like calling somebody racist. You know, I mean, it's, it's the go to Matt. Yeah, it's to go to just like you said, like calling somebody if you got nothing else to go with, you just say the racist or the anti-Semitic or they're a Nazi. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. So so but I mean, I clearly there's demons amongst us and I'm really interested to see what uh, M.R. Gorga has to say. Yeah, yeah, it's it's satanic. Dude, I say it all the time, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's been like hack. It's been uh, kind of told to us that it's hacked to say that, but I, I don't think. You can say it enough right now with the way that the government's acting. I think no, it's nothing it's, short of satanic. It's not. I mean, I don't know where you guys want to take this show, but there are uh, there are dark powers. The reason why I actually wrote 
uh, wrote Demons Among Us was not just to share some really kind of creepy personal and historical stories, which I did, which the book does very well, uh, but it was also to kind of open the eyes to what's happening behind the scenes of the unseen world. And there's dark powers, demonic influences, and there's uh, a lot happening behind the scenes there. And I kind of cover uh, a lot of ground um, on various uh, spiritual, um, uh, various spirit influence, spirit uh, influences, and uh, and how it functions in the world around us, in a, in and around our everyday lives without even knowing it. And so, um, and and so the, the reason I wrote it was to just kind of like sound the alarm of these things are are functioning uh, in and around our lives. I like, Mr. how you go back in, in the beginning, in your introduction, you reference the Book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. And that's something that us uh, on our show with our friend Anonymous Sean have been kind of slowly diving back into that and working our way forward. With our series, uh, you guys are familiar with our series, The Babylon and Beyond. And, and I think we're going to be getting back on that starting this week with some of the stuff that Sean has has up for us. But I don't, I don't think anybody... What a half a brain that looks into any of this stuff can deny. Just like what Ryan just said, there's a lot of demonic stuff going on. And in the fact that they're trying to normalize it. Yes. Is, is yep. what really, what really make should make you suspect because I'm an older guy. You know, I lived a lot of life and I see it. Yep. It's, very see it. it's now. pretty clear, but I, but the, the change since just before this whole last two years that we yes. just, you know, without saying words that are going to get us into trouble, you know, going up to the, the last couple of years. And then, it, then it's like, an, it just got a switch turned on. That's right. Yeah. All this stuff came to the forefront. They're doing it right in front of us. They're no yes. longer hiding it. Right. They know that they have to push their agenda, which leads me to believe, are we getting close to some form of end time? I mean, I don't want to be doom and gloom. But why is there such a full court press on all this satanic inversion, this, the things that they're doing with the kids in school, the way they're trying to teach the kids, yeah. the way that they're working their depopulation agenda, which yeah. we all know what they're doing there, the stuff they're spraying in the sky. I mean, this has really come to the forefront over the last couple of years. I'm just trying to figure out what is the reason for it. And do you have any idea on that, Mr. Yeah, I do. Uh, a lot of it is for uh, control and uh, driving us into the Antichrist beast system, mm-hmm. meaning that um, uh, biblically, the end times or the end days, there's a one world monetary system, and it's marked by um, what the, you know what the Bible calls uh, the mark of the beast. And the mark of the beast might sound hokey um, or even comical. But what it actually is is a, it's a it's a beast uh, it's it's a satanic or a um, monetary system that dominates and controls humanity and they're going to be a what the Bible or the prophet uh, who wrote this prophecy two thousand or so years ago saying that he, the Antichrist, causes all, both small and great, to receive a mark in their right hand or the foreheads, uh, and none will be able to buy or sell or trade without it. So what's coming is a monetary system that's going to have something in our hands. He called it a mark, but we would know it today as a chip 
or yep, a microchip. Yeah. See, he, and the, the prophet himself could not have said um, a microchip because it was nowhere even yeah. in their lexicon. <laughs> so he would have had to describe it as he would have been able to describe it according to his days, right? So that's why he called it a chip. Well, I mean, he called it a mark. Right. And so what this mark or what this chip does is it allows you to buy, sell or trade. Um, but without it, you won't be able to buy, sell or trade. That means that you when you take this thing that initiates you into this antichrist financial system, economic system, a world system. Um, and I don't think there's any getting out of it uh, because what it does is you take this thing that basically means you're in allegiance with this antichrist system. And that's why there's going to be uh, believers and followers of Christ who don't take this because they know what it is. Right. And, but there's going to be just like how people were driven to fear to put their masks on. This is, I believe that that was a test run or a soft launch for how these things are going to look like and how they're going to go with driving people into taking this mark in their hand. That's what I, that's what I was going to ask you. Cause as soon as you say that, that just brings up everything that happened in 2020 and 2021 mm -hmm. with the different passes and, yes. you know, and they're trying to get digital IDs and yep. getting you to digital currency. That's right. And, and, and what you see is you're already starting to see the, the negative side of it, right. Where right. you see some of these celebrities like Kanye recently, who <laughs> is now being told that he cannot bank with Chase Bank because of comments that he made on social media. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're on dangerous it, ground. And they're trying to now link the two. Yeah. And that's, I think that's where you're kind of going with this, right? Into that yes. one, that, that beast system where everything's connected. And if you're not in the system or on their team, so to yes. speak, you can't play ball. That's, you can't play ball. And what it is, it's about... Uh, control. Yeah. Have you heard? And it's always been about the, control. Uh, have you heard of the uh, project Lucid? By, uh, I uh, have. I'm not sure exactly what it is, though. I believe it's by Tex Mars. We talked about this on one of our shows, and he's he essentially he writes about a lot of this satanic, like beast uh, system that's going to be put into play. So that's I, right. That's if right. You're, if you're you know, into that stuff, you should go check that book out because he has like a whole thing on it. And he's been talking for a very long time. But yeah, I did. Have I, a question, oh, I did have a question for you because you were we were bringing up COVID. And, um, you know, we've talked about before how, you know, the whole COVID, um, the whole COVID agenda and basically uh, how it played out was very similar in comparison to like satanic rituals and how they're uh, performed. So maybe you can kind of talk a, a, a little bit about that, like how they might be similar, because we see like the masks, the isolation and stuff like that. I don't know how um, satanic uh, in nature it was. I, I believe it was driven um, by, you know, uh, demonic powers or people who are driven by demonic powers. Um and so, and whether they're operate, whether they know they're functioning in or operating under, um, it, it they may even be just have been, you know, 
working under the, the influence and not even knowing it because this is how these satanic powers work right you think it's a, right. a, a they live type scenario where mm-hmm. you know with not I'm, I'm not saying you know with a certain pair of glasses but you know with a certain perspective you can see the demons in 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 certain people and and you can see the pure people that aren't possessed yeah i mean i think it's really come very clear now that it's us and them right i mean 20 years ago it was you know it was kind of blurred you could see things kind of like uh kind of a little bit and but now it's just i think the separation is so stark um that it is really is good against evil i mean look what, what we're fighting against um really we're going to have transvestites in our schools teach like uh reading to our kids why yep why why do you want our kids because there's an evil force behind it there's an evil agenda behind it right why do you want our boys why do you want our boys acting like girls because there's an evil and a force and an agenda behind it why do you know and and it just goes on and on and on and these things i believe are people animated by evil well, now some people that aren't such, um, and I'm not saying you're a Bible thumper because I totally agree with what you're saying, but yeah, if, no, I'm a Bible thumper. Well, no, I know, but I'm not like that. That's kind of, you know, portrayed as a negative. So I'm not saying that you are, cause like I said, I agree with what you're saying, Yeah, but I like some people that, that don't come at it from that religious perspective would say that it's communism that's doing this. And then we're still in like the cold war type stuff where it's mm. capitalism versus communism. So yeah. If if that was the case, would you say that communism's of the devil? Because I don't necessarily think that. I think it's a system created by man that uh, is is, for lack of a better term, somewhat of a distraction for like some some real dark shit that's going on behind. the Well, curtain. I would say let's look across its history and see what good communism has done for its societies. Yeah, nothing. And, and religion, Mr. Because yeah, religions. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, would you talk about? In communist countries, that's one of the first things they outlaw is religion. That's right, because they don't want want people to have that connection to the to God or Jesus. That's right. And and again, Ron, what did we see in 2020? What did they shut down in 2020? Churches, worship a place where and if you, I mean, this this really, you know, irks me, because if you think about the, the powers of church, right, the healing powers of church. Yes. To take that away. Aside from the social aspect of it, the, the physically healing side of it and, and emotionally side, that's where they robbed people. And that made even more people sick. And yeah, I think. Yeah, no, it was it was, uh, you know, it was um, this to see this stuff is kind of orchestrated. And when you have when you the, the powers that be know the power of, of God, they know the power of prayer, they know the power of worship uh, and they know. Um, that their that power is greater than than all of their power, and that's why they that's why every communist country has to shut down prayer. That's why every communist country has to take away the Bibles, burn the Bibles. That's why every communist country has to take away this power because they know there's power in this book. They know there's power in these words. They know there's power in this living God, and that's why they they want complete control. So they think by destroying or trying to destroy. Uh, the word of God is going to uh, give them more control over these people. And so, um, but yeah, in that case, yeah, we are talking that it's demonic because, you know, who would take away the word of God from people other than something, you know, malevolent. 
Yeah, MR, what do you think of uh, the theory of the uh, where they use the PCR to eradicate the VMAT2 gene, which is the God gene that's inherently in people's DNA? Wow. Um, Have you heard of that? I know. Um, please enlighten me. Okay, so, so there was a theory that some people had stated that after they had received their PCR test, mm. that their connection to God disappeared. Yeah, that's, that's very, very interesting. I mean, there was nothing, there was nothing good behind this, you know, there, you know, there was nothing good uh, behind any of this. This was, this was all a plan. This was all uh, an orchestrated attack against humanity. Um, and so to me, there was, there was nothing good behind this. There is, why are, why are these people dying? And they're saying, oh, we don't know the cause yet. Well, we don't like know the, the cause, yeah, just unknown yeah, causes. Like, yeah, but they have no idea. idea. But they're giving them anal swabs. Right, right, right. Come on. Right. So, yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if it wipes out like the God gene. I mean, you know, God, God is God. He can override anything. Uh, and so um, I, I don't know if it's so much a matter of wiping out God, but it would not put it past me for someone to actually try. I think that, yeah, to break that, that soul that. connection almost, yeah. right? Right. Trying to do that with vaccines because I've seen some right. stuff where they the actual videos, about, yeah, videos. Yeah, wow. About like development of uh, some sort of part of a vaccine that goes you and does that essentially. Wow. Yeah. So this is the first I'm actually hearing of. But listen, when it comes down to uh, evil, and when it comes down to um, you know like humanity and mankind, nothing. Nothing, nothing, uh, nothing shocks me. Nothing surprises me at the level of uh, that evil is is willing to go. And so there's there's no end to it. So it, it would not surprise me that there's some, you know, crazy person out there. that says, hey, we're just going to try to take away God from the soul, you know, uh, with an injection. And, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing surprises me in that regard, for sure. It's possible. In, in your book, in your research for your book, did you come across anything that, that shocked or surprised you? Uh, yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great question. I mean, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that's shocking. And um, uh, the, the chapter two is called uh, American Demoniac. And that was the first fully documented eyewitness case of demonic possession in American history. The story itself is shocking. Uh, between a 16-year-old maid and the and the town minister, and uh, you know, so it, it, she was exhibiting very some strange signs. So he took to a journal and started journaling a blow by blow. So this this whole story, chapter two, is absolutely you know shocking. Um, yeah, there. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the other things that that really shocked me was um, I make the connection um, between today's opioids and uh, and ancient mysticism and ritualistic cult, um, ritualistic cults and ritualistic sects and you know ritualistic religions. Um, so back uh, back in ancient times, they would use um, an opioid or a, uh, from the an opiate from the poppy plant. They would use the poppy plant um, in order to open themselves up uh, to the spirit realm in order to hear. Um, if you know if one was like the oracle they would use these um they would use a variation of the opioid or the poppy um to open up their spiritual senses in order to receive 
information. But what they were actually doing is, yes, they are receiving information, but they were receiving information from malevolent uh, spirits, evil, evil spirits. So you can open yourself up um, to this realm um, through through the use of of that. It like takes away a protective barrier of the spirit and allows these um, these forces to you know to communicate, right? And so the I make the connection between this ancient mysticism and um, and and today's uh, pharmaceuticals. Uh, and I relate it through a story of a 12-year-old boy who was um, one night, takes a shotgun, walks up the stairs uh, to his grandparents' bedroom, blows them both away. And then he goes down, he steals the truck, and he's gone a joyride. I think he even set the house on fire. I, I, I can't quite remember. But And so anyway, so when this kid was in court, he said, um, uh, why did you do this? And he says, I was hearing voices. And it's like, well, what were the voices saying? And it says they were saying kill. And it was like they were coming so fast and it was so fast and, and so and so hard. The only way uh, to make this these voices stop was to do what it was commanding me to do. And the connection was, is that he was just put on these opioids for depression. Right. And so, so these people, and I make these other connections where there's three other stories, they said the same thing. I'm hearing voices, I'm hearing voices. And so I make this connection as like, so what I believe is happening is just today's opioids or synthetic version of it from the poppy plant, because we still cultivate, we still use the poppy plant for our, today's opioids. And instead of using it for ritualistic cults and ritualistic religion and cult sex, as they did in the past, um, these powers still uh, apply. And so I believe people are ingesting these forms of drugs and opening them up into a spirit uh, dimension without them even knowing it because they think it's prescribed by a doctor and the, the spiritual protection is, is gone. It's opened them up into to the spiritual influence. And they're and that's hearing what the voices. British did to the Chinese too. Is that right? With, with the, heroin, with the opioid crisis. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. then, that yeah. isn't wow. Well, dude, so... you know that thing that you're mentioning right now sounds a lot like the Salvador Ramos thing. You know, the the shooter in Texas. You mm. know, the mm. that shot up the school. Yeah. Ron and I talked about this. Huh. This guy goes and kills his grandma, and then goes and shoots up a bunch of kids. And he was on SSRI supposedly, or whatever the hell those are, mm. SRIs mm. or SSRs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's something to that stuff. There is. And then, you know, whether he was looking at supposedly ketamine clinics are huge there yeah. in Texas, too. So, I mean, that could be something. But there's something to that, man. I think that, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that are trying to say that they're gaining spiritual enlightenment are using some sort of drugs. And I think that yes. these darker entities are more subject to like get involved with yes. people then i mean you're not going to reach god through doing any kind of psychedelics i don't think <laughs> no in fact i think what i believe is they're opening themselves up into the spirit realm or the spirit world uh hot unprotected so it's basically i i liken it to like jumping into a shark tank <laughs> full of sharks and there you could just imagine what would happen if you were unprotected jumping into a a tank full of sharks. That's what it would be like 
entering into the spirit realm unprotected. When it's the average dummy protected, unprotected, I mean um, that you're you you have no ill prepared, ill prepared, unprotected, meaning that um, there is a you know, I know guys don't want to talk about like this stuff, but there is a, a God protection. Right. And there is a protection and a barrier in Jesus Christ. And so when you enter into the spirit world without this protection, you're wide open. So to and, be protected, you have to like be believe in God or Jesus, essentially. Yes, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, I think kind of what you're saying, too, is like it's the average. It's the average dummy that learns about the chakras and the zodiological signs, and they think that they're fully awake. Yeah. And then they're like, now I'm going to contact the creator mm-hmm. and they're going to they're going to do some ayahuasca or something. Right. And what what enters their consciousness is not right. Divine. It's, it's something not God. It's something yeah. posing as that. I always say yeah. that, like, the devil's not going to come to you and say that, like, I'm going to fuck you in hell for eternity. It's going <laughs> to no. come to you as something that you want. It's going to be right. something very positive. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. And um, so, yeah, so that that word too, like um, where we get our our word pharmacy from is in the Greek is called pharmakia or pharmakoi. And that word itself means sorceries. Mm. So, and that's what was, you know, uh, that's what was used for the sorceries that were in these ancient, you know, mystical cults and everything like that. So, uh, and it's, that's what we're doing now is we're performing sorceries by ingesting this thing without even knowing it, opening this up, up to this demonic, uh, to this, to this realm. Well, look at the symbol for medicine. It's two snakes and a wizard staff, dude. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, uh, yeah, I've done a fair amount of hallucinogenics and drugs, and I know mm-hmm. a amount of people who have also done that, and but you know, who don't openly accept God or Jesus, or even necessarily believe in God or Jesus, but they don't don't become possessed or spiritually attacked. Yeah, or, you know, sure, of course. Or what they just like don't think they're worth it <laughs> no i'm sure listen you could do lsd and you could take the mushrooms and you know and uh you know and, and not experience any any of the stuff but uh you know, keep to keep taking it and see what happens well i know plenty of people who do yeah yeah i think also okay. it, it, i mean this this uh spiritual attack can come in many different shapes sure and sizes, that's and right it could yeah be very Minimal. I mean, you could be. Yeah. I see you're drinking a buzz ball there. I like those a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, women, you know. women owned company. <laughs> yeah, those are fun. But uh, yeah, I, I think um, having some sort of addiction could be a, a form of a spiritual attack. It doesn't yeah. need to necessarily mean that you're crawling on the ceiling upside down and turning yourself inside out and shit. You know? No, it's true. It's true. And it, you know, and there's other there's there's many other doorways too. It's not just you know taking shrooms or eating LSD. Um, you know, there's, there's many other avenues that these spirits have access into your life. And that could be, you know, uh, and when I talk about in the book is that they're actually, um, spirits of various things. They have names, like we all have names, but they're better known by their roles or their functions. Meaning that, um, one can be, um, oppressed by a spirit of fear, a fear is a spirit, uh, depression, a spirit, a spirit of depression, anxiety, a uh, spirit of greed, uh, spirits of hate, 
um, you know, spirits of suicide, um, you know, and, and just all these different avenues, spirits of lust or whatever. And when the, the prolonged use of these behaviors actually opens you up to, uh, to influence, uh, you know, dark powers, uh, influencing. You know, MR, MR, I feel that some people are predisposed to it. Uh, in my opinion, they're, mm. they're very, what's the word, uh, that uh, Buckley likes to use susceptible. Yeah. They're malleable to it. Malleable. So, mm-hmm. so uh, I think I, I think there's strong people. I think there's weak people. Well, yeah, there's there's sensitive, right? On both ends, Ron. There's people who are very sensitive and people who don't even notice. They mm-hmm. go through with blinders on. Mm-hmm. I just I think it's interesting though because a lot of the stuff you were you were talking about was like uh, kind of like mental health uh, type of things, like depression, anxiety, uh, suicidal ideations and stuff like that. Um, I mean, so what do you think of like the mental health kind of field in that whole realm? Is that just kind of like, uh, do you think there's anything nefarious behind that? Uh, I don't know about that. I I think that um, there was a line, there are psychosis and there are things of that nature. Um, I think when, you know, when we have these extreme forms of uh of mental behaviors i mean you know i'm no doctor just let me just put that out there okay but i do believe that it's um a pastime to start looking at these things from the spiritual perspective a little more uh closely um you know instead of just slapping the term crazy on people because some people right so some people are just you know so some people are really struggling um, with a spiritual, a supernatural condition, and we're trying to medicate it with natural means. And these people are never going to be set free. And so, um, so my my thing is these things start needs to start be taken a little bit more seriously instead of just oh you're crazy or you know, can't be religious or it can't be demonic or it can't be this, you know, because when you're talking about the supernatural. It's beyond the doctor's knowledge. Yeah. It's beyond well, it. It's and almost so, like you have to treat like, their soul, right? You have to get down yes. to that level. It's, that's right. And, yes. and that's where the damage has taken place. And, and yes. doctors, doctors nowadays rely on the computer. They'll yeah. type in your symptoms in the computer and spit it back. They can't think outside the box down right. to that level, down to an actual root cause. Right. right? Like, and right. that would be. You have you have a a soul issue at that yes. point. There, there is yes. a deep rooted issue within you yes. that you need to address. Yes. The Moderna CEO admitted that the COVID vaccine, at least from Moderna, was created by AI. It wasn't even made <laughs> by oh any. It, it didn't take a live sample. I heard it oh on BlackRock's podcast. So, I mean, it's not like some conspiracy podcast. The dude, he's a French dude, in his voice, straight up saying, "We didn't even have." any anything to do with the virus to create this we created it with artificial intelligence and they Ooh, thought it was a like, did you hear that like all of finance and throughout like the entire world is basically controlled by ai like through black yeah, yeah. it's through like, the uh robot I forget, aladdin is aladdin. Yeah, yeah that's what it is yeah it's fun. wow yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> the, the mental health thing too i think it's interesting because it's like you know you think about these like uh, demonic spiritual attacks or whatever and they sometimes come across as like depression or anxiety mm-hmm. or wh- whatever else but then it's like when you talk about the the drugs opening up 
yeah. opening people up and making them more just susceptible. Yeah. Well, it's like when people have like depression, they take antidepressants and then it kind of seems like it is opening them up even more to being spiritually attacked or makes it. Work. Yeah, yeah it could it be. Yeah. You need more and more to kind of subdue that, that thing. I, I just don't think that uh, in, in, you know, certain cases that uh, opioids are the answer. I I will say, Buckley, I think this is just my opinion. I think that the mental health craze, um, because I was actually at that concert that I went to with my dad. We went and saw Shine Down. It was pretty dope. Not really a fan of the band, but it was dope. Um, (laughs) It was good. It was honestly really good. But, um, you know, they've been. No, no. My dad's not even drinking right now. So we just barely had like two beers. He's on a like strict diet. So we we just chilled, you know, time with the old man. But. They've been talking about mental health for a long time. And I was telling my dad, you know, before we went there, you know, this mental health push thing is bullshit, I think. And he was agreeing because I think what it is, man, this is, again, my opinion. I think it's an excuse for people to not do their fucking jobs and to not get shit done. That's just me, because Mm. there's a lot of people out there all around the world that really struggle but they don't have the time and the the fortunate ability to sit there and be like, you know what? I don't feel great today. I don't want to. That's that. That's that whole strong men, weak times paradigm, right? You know, and that's where we're in. We're in a, a, where we're weak and it's acceptable to just drown in this instead of, you know, and like you're saying, you just have too much free time. When did this get huge? It got huge. If you remember with Simone Biles, Canceling out of the Olympics because she, she was struggling with mental health, dude. If you well, do that, it got bit, it was big way before killed. that. Like, man, no, man, not not like it was after Simone Biles, man. You know, when a, when an Olympic star, arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time, Simone Biles, right, doing this on the on the global stage with the Olympics platform, it skyrocketed from then. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, and, and she she failed her country. You know, she failed herself. It's, I mean, it's goofy. I mean, I think an argument could be made that a lot of mental health issues are put into the patient's head by the physician or maybe healthcare worker or something like that. And, and it ultimately could be just an avenue to sell drugs. I agree with that. I you agree know, that. You know, like, yeah. Okay. All right. So, you know, you're not just having a bad day. You've got a serious problem here. Take these. That's right. Yeah. And, and then That's right. like when these people are on these types of drugs, these antidepressants, this is when they're going nuts. I mean, look at all these like mass shootings. Nine times out of 10, the perpetrator is on some form of medication that's yeah. psychological. Yeah. And I, and I think it's it's a dangerous thing to play with. Right. It is. And well, I think that the doctors are, are the, the modern day pushers. So you don't have to stand on the street corner and, oh, and sling drugs. Uh, you just put on a white lab coat and, you know, sling the, uh, you know, the, the latest opioid, you know, like our government and the mafia. But what were you going to say, Buckley? Brian, mm-hmm. I, was gonna say, I agree with you, like with the, the whole push thing and kind of like what I think is like, because I worked in the mental health field for a, a while and like, I agree with a, a lot of what you're saying. I do think there's this other side of like people who actually do benefit from therapy because they've sure. tragic, oh, yeah. terrible shit. But I do think it is being pushed towards and on people that like don't really have issues. Maybe yeah. they 
just uh, aren't happy with the way things are going. Right. Because it's being so heavily publicized. So like, oh, well, maybe I have a mental health issue and I need to go see a therapist. Yeah. I need to go get on medications where it's like, well, actually, maybe you just got to go work on the goals that you want to achieve or like go exercise yeah. more or something or eat. Better. I would be I would be interested to know the statistics of how many people are affected by mental health pre-social media and during to post social media. Hey, hey Ron. And, I and, feel as though social media gives people these false, not false goals, but a false reality of how people are actually living their lives. It's true. And when they look yeah. at their own life and they're like, wow, why can't I do that? And I'm trying to, I mean, look at how many female influences there are out. I mean, it is ridiculous. I like yeah. all of them. And, it, well, <laughs> and they're all hot. We, yeah, we, we like to pick booty ones at least. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, the point is, is that people always are going to portray how wonderful their life is. And, oh, I'm traveling and right. I have the best husband or the best wife or best family, whatever. Look at my car. Look at this. Look at that. Like. Like I don't post any pictures of any of that stuff and I've got yeah. some nice stuff, <laughs> but yeah. it's like, that's, that's my business. That's nobody else's business. Right. Right. But what I'm right. saying is people look at that and they're like, man, I, I must be a total loser. I can't do that. I'm just working this nine to five job. And, and, and in a lot of cases, they're not working at all. They're hanging out in their mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. And this is, and this yeah. is where the, it's self-inflicted mental in instability really is what I'd like to call it. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's creating. Yeah, the only way. Yeah, the only it's way actually, yeah. Sorry. Society creates it, though. I think you're I think you're right, MR, because if yeah. we look at this, this is a cyclical pattern. If mm -hmm. we go back to the mid 1800s, what did we start seeing early to mid 1800s? You start seeing the rise of insane asylums. Right. And and that that rose and, and played out through the, you know, probably the early 50s, yeah. I would say. And then yeah. that shut down. And, and then all of a sudden mental health disappeared mm -hmm. right i mean yeah. it didn't go away but right there were harder times so people right. didn't pay as much attention they fought through families dealt with it exactly yeah in uh internally yeah and and now we we're at a point where we're at a really bad point because mental illness is at an all-time high mm -hmm. and there aren't people able to deal with it there aren't enough resources the families aren't able to deal with it yeah so these people are, are aren't able to even cope and so it just snowballs, I feel like. And yeah. it's just getting worse and worse and worse as the days go on. Yeah, I There's, think so, too. I think that we... Crazy. I'm sorry, go ahead. Therapists are just as crazy as the people that receive. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. They oh, would yeah. have you the think doctors, that they're so sane. I'm like, this lady's probably out of her skull. Like, yeah, which, who knows what, what's how going many pills on is life. she on? <laughs> right, exactly. There's a <laughs> lot of, uh, like what Ron said, you know, in, you know, social media is causing the you know problems and all this stuff but then there's also this completely different group of people that just wants to fit in with the other people that have mental disorders and uh, you know self-diagnosed more often than not mm. if it's in your instagram bio that you're suffering from depression it's probably bullshit yeah you know oh yeah. ryan and, feel like a part of a community and i saw this firsthand <laughs> right when i was when i was coaching teenagers right you'd have one yeah, yeah. one of them would come up with a oh you know i i'm depressed and then then another one all of a sudden and he he would try it and then the next, another one would try it and it was like a disease that spread around mm. and i don't even think they knew what depression really was 
but it was an easy out nowadays because they right. saw it around them as, oh, well, if I use this excuse, I can get out of stuff. Well, and yeah, that makes it even harder because now you can't tell whether it's real or whether these kids are just feeding up because it's in TV shows now. It's on, mm-hmm. t- you know, it's in movies. It's out there. So it's showing them what it is to be depressed. So they can say, oh, yeah, I kind of feel like that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm that. Yeah. Well, this is creating it. Oh, the black mirror is the word. And yeah, so this is the antichrist. This right is creating there. is every time, you know, our, our brains are now craving the, the dopamine hit of a like, or a, a like, Ooh, look at, look, look at me now. Look at, look who texted me now. So you get this, this dopamine shot, right. For, you know, and it's a false, it's a false high. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, and I, I think there's studies show that this is actually creating depression. I don't, I don't know the exact study, but I believe this is actually creating depression. And then we go to the pills to stop the depression. Yeah. So we're you know, in this well, that's like Pfizer. Pfizer creates a vaccine that might cause myocarditis. And then they come out with a vaccine for myocarditis. That's right. That's some riot they got. Right. Yeah. I, I <laughs> but what know. you were saying, MR, about the, the black mirror, um, I, I deal with it on a, on a smaller basis with my son when he plays mm-hmm. video games mm-hmm. now he's not playing these rampage shoot him games but just the fact that he goes on there and starts playing these games when i have to sh- when i sh- sh- tell him it's time to shut it off there are times when he is physically angry oh yeah you know it yeah. is a it is you just see it it's a rage in him that he had you took away that drug from him yeah that rush that he was getting yeah. and then you have to give him five minutes just to cool down breathe it out and mm. and he comes back but you're you're absolutely right yeah. and in these parents what do they do now oh just take the phone you know uh just go go ahead go watch tv you're fine yeah. go watch youtube you'll be yeah. good well i saw a woman in the park the other day <laughs> and she was uh, strolling her kid and the kid must have been about I don't even know two and he was watching cartoons on the on a little tablet and the mom was pushing the kid while looking at her phone in the park in the park and I'm like okay this is exactly what's wrong with society right now we're doomed and that's the problem you are absolutely right are that's doomed. where yeah. we are going with this people yeah. cannot detach from yeah the the it's not reality no, right? the black not. mirror is not reality. And that's what people don't understand. They, mm-hmm. they, it has become reality to most. Yeah. And, and think of the panic that ensues in some people when they forget their phone. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. I mean, you might yeah. as well cut off their hand at that point. They'd rather yeah. lose a hand or a foot than leave their phone at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It I is scary. That, I think that the depression that is brought on by people that are so tied up in social media and, you know, and I don't think it's as much the phone. I mean, we use, we use the idea of calling it the black mirror or whatever. The phone itself is not what's doing it. It's, it's the freaking social media apps. Exactly. Yes. 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 Of course. So, uh, so, uh, you know, I, on the weekends now, I hardly even look at social media. I don't go near it. I mean, Hey Ron, all of us guys with our podcast, like we use social media to get our info out. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it's a tool for us. Yes. You know, but I mean, I admit, you know, you know, if I don't look at my phone for five or six hours, I'll go to it. And then, you know, you say, oh, well, that's been a lot of action since I was gone. Mm-hmm. Or when you're bored, like instead of just enjoying nature or enjoying a relaxation or not interacting with anything, what do you do? 
you pick up that little box that we're all addicted to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I I think when people get into a major depression, uh, be it brought on by, by whatever, I mean, some people go into depression from like Buckley says, really heinous things happening to them. Sure. Other Other people bring depression onto themselves. Right. And I think when they get down that low spiritually, that's when they open themselves up to the demonic realm. I really do. And I, and I think that these people are easily invaded by some form of demonic spirit or something like that. I mean, obviously it's not in every case, but I do believe, Mm -hmm. I do believe that overindulgence of things that you shouldn't be doing will open up the door to that. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like, if you're, you know, if you're, you know, you're influenced, uh, uh, you know, you're with lust, right? So it's like you, you're, you know, you're watching porn all day and you're, you know, you're completely, you know, let's all you can do is lust out Well, you're opening up that you're opening up that doorway for that influence to really get its claws in you, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a difference between like, you know, demonic harassment, oppression is what we see a lot of uh, uh, and, in the realm of the demonic uh, and possession, of course, is the most extreme form, but a lot of people walking around under the influence of specific powers because of what's um, allowed in our lives um, and uh, not even knowing it. Well, the seven deadly sins are things that we all kind of face every day, right? I mean, like greed. Uh, Yeah. 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 We all get mad. Isn't that the trial of life though? Right. Yeah, I mean, I that, so. that's what it seems to be. It's like you, you every day it's a choose your own adventure. You, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It, and and it, it, it boils down to those decisions and those decisions yeah. compound over time. That's right. Yeah. So, Mr. we're getting close to your uh, cutoff time. Yes, we are. Anything yeah. you want to finish up and let us uh, let us know what's going on and where people can find your book and. He- yeah, well, I appreciate you guys having me on. This is uh, it's been very uh, informative and fun, and uh, you know, and uh, exciting. And uh, yeah, you can find uh, my book "Demons Among Us: Shocking Real Life Stories from the Paranormal" at Amazon uh, right now. Uh, the Kindle version is one ninety nine, uh, so you can get it in uh, in Kindle and in print formats. Uh, and uh, you can find me uh online uh at instagram at m.r.gorga and at facebook at mrgorga excellent yeah thanks for coming on man yeah thanks for having me on i was uh, you know had a great time yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get my hands on a copy of that book and then uh like i said earlier i'd like to get together with you i'd like to get together with you uh, with Buckley and I, but definitely with when Sean is in the studio, because you guys could uh, you guys could uh, bring, ha- have some pretty good conversations. There. I think that would we be- could riff. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just whenever you guys are ready to shoot me, uh, you know, get in touch with me and we'll we'll set it up. All right. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. MR. I was I was excited when I when I found out you were coming on the show because. I actually listened to one of your episodes because I, I remembered the name. It was familiar to me. Okay. And I listened to you. I, I'm a uh, uh, insider on uh, Coast to Coast AM. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've been on, you've been on Coast a couple times. So. I have. Yeah. I was on, uh, I was on twice. And, you know, one of the surprising things was when George Nori, when I was on, he said uh, um, he was praising the book. And then he says, well, you know, it's going to go down as a classic. 
And I almost fell off my chair. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's some praise. I mean, coming from George Nori. You were on uh, recently. You were on recently. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not so long ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember. I've, I've done a ring ream of shows, but it was uh, maybe a month or two. Maybe. <laughs> I think it was in August. I think was it? it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, it was, it was fun chatting with you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yes, thanks. Thank you I, so much, MR. Appreciate it, sir. Thank you, guys. Anytime. Have a good one. Take, Take care. care thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. But yeah, dude, this is uh, that w- that's pretty cool to talk about that kind of stuff. I wanted I was waiting because I didn't want to like take from anything he was going to say about this dude. That I mentioned. <laughs> how this? how hard were you biting your tongue that whole okay, time? Okay, so Ryan, I do remember seeing uh when I talked about this this new monkeypox czar or whatever he is, and then and then they were showing how, how he was like connected with like the church of Satan or something like that. The or? satanic temple, dude. Yeah, this guy's fucking temple, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, his name temple wasn't wasn't that uh did that come from uh not Crowley, but one of his underlings there. Yeah. Lavon, what's his name? Anton LaVey was the satanic church, the church of Satan. But the satanic temple is from that dude with the fucked up eye. He goes by Lucian Graves. He's a weird dude. That's And it's so weird that you always see these Democrats and Satanists. I mean, this guy's a Democrat and he's he's connected with the church of Satan. This other dude, Lucian Graves, goes by a different name when he's working political organizations for guests, the Democrats. And then he's, you know, going by this Lucian Graves name when he's doing satanic shit. But this guy, uh, his name is um, uh, Dimitri Daskalakis, I believe. And I hope I'm not butchering his name because I don't want to How the hell do you spell his last name? Uh, Well, see, that's the thing. When I was doing my intro, I didn't repeat it too many times. So I didn't want him to pop up behind me. This dude's a fucking weirdo, man. He's the boogeyman. He's fucking weird. Daskalakis. Three times in a row. I didn't. I didn't. But He's I didn't even it say twice, it twice. So don't say it again. Okay. Ryan. So I'll, what? Ryan, I was gonna spell it. What's that? No, spell it. Go for it. D a s k, a l a, k i s, Daskalakis. Shit. I think I said it three times right now. You just said it about six. So you're good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I remember seeing this guy and thinking to myself, "Oh my god." When you start looking at these freaks <laughs> that are all part of the white administration, is that a tattoo? <clears throat> no, that's, oh, that's a fucking S and M strap. It's, a, it's leather. <sighs> that's a Rob Halford outfit. <laughs> I so I have to show it to you on here because it's on my iPad. It's not on my computer. Um, There's definitely yeah. nipple clamps underneath that shirt buff. I'm nice. suppose I, I suppose he'd probably be the man to handle uh, monkeypox. Where right? can I get me one of those? Yeah. He knows oh, he's, he's about probably case. started it according to the spread. It's yeah, there it is. That's here. where it started right there. Night one. There's, there's zero says here. It he was like hired. He's in good shape. He was hired as director, director of the division of HIV and AIDS prevention, which I would have to say is probably not the poster child for that. No, I'm trying to let this damn thing adjust. It's not going to, though. Um, but so what he did, he, he's in charge of uh, his position. Um, I know you just kind of read through it, Ron. But yeah, he's the deputy coordinator for the White House of National Monkeypox Response. And this dude is under the former head of FEMA, Robert Fenton, who Anthony Fauci is a big fan of. 
Uh, he was the head of FEMA during 9-11 and Katrina. So, you know, he's a straight shooter. Nice. And this guy, Team player. Um, he bought an old church with his husband. He bought an old church in New York City and they made it a gym, like a workout gym. And they call it the Monster Cycle. Dude, I am not touching the Eucharist there. Who Why? knows what that shit is? Oh, it's normally like <laughs> wine and bread. Who knows what it is in the gay church? Well, see, no, what I mean, th that's what's crazy about this With is it's, Satan church. I mean, it could be like f semen or. Uh, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to mess with it. But so look, he bought a church, right? Turns it into a gym in this gym. They have all kinds of occult shit in this former church. Now, I hope that this will fucking pop up. Do you see that? This is the kind of shit they do in the nighttime, according to their Instagram. That is a fucking ritual going on inside the church. It's called Monster Cycle. That looks like uh, CERN. Yeah. Like they do at CERN, like those ceremonies and shit. I want this damn light to fucking work here. It just isn't. But yeah, so this stained glass mural back here, it's like the Last Supper, but it's Satan, Elveria, a werewolf, all kinds of crazy shit. Um. This one was nice right here. The six six uh, workout classes for 1666. This was their Halloween special. And then get this on Halloween uh, in 2015. They had a blood rave, literally a, a thing where like everyone's covered in blood. Blood's raining down from the ceiling in a church. And you're fucking dancing around, raving out with like a bunch of gay dudes. Blade. Huh? Like the beginning to the movie Blade exactly yeah exactly yeah that's fucked up it's crazy dude so yeah this dude is uh it's just it's uh, so backwards if you just think about like we talked about we were talking about before with mr about you know them shutting down churches and and the ability uh, abilities of these churches because a lot of these churches i i mean i don't know so much about uh, later american churches but the older churches a lot of them were built on like significant ground you know some some say like ley lines and stuff like that where they'd have some sort of power to them and then you're gonna go and do this satanic shit in them it's so like we were talking with again the inversion of it it's just flipping everything upside down according to the christian christianity you know ideology or whatever the christian ideology it's complete i mean it's the biggest slap to god and again, I, I'm agnostic, dude. I say I have to say it all the time. I think because doing something I, to the Bible would be a little more. No, the yeah, worst right? thing is actually taking a brick and mortar church and making it a say a place of satanic worship. That's definitely worse than like pissing on a Bible or something, you know, uh, according to what I've been reading. So it's it's wild, dude. And like even going back to, you know, them uh, like the Merovingians saying that Jesus is a part of that bloodline merovingian the name and i'm doing an episode on this mare means of the sea and vere means werewolf or dragon so you have a dragon or a monster from the sea and like you there's so many different like parts of scripture that say you know i i was standing on the sand and the sea and i saw this seven-headed fucking thing with 10 horns and 10 crowns rising up and it was lucifer and all this crazy stuff and so it's basically it's a sea monster bloodline, dragon bloodline. Well, and they say Jesus is from it. And, it's and that's the, the isn't that the bloodline that all of like the world rulers come from? Alexander the Great, Cleopatra, yeah. Ramses, all of them, dude. They're all Merovingians. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's yeah, it's 
there's something to that. There's something to the bloodlines. You know, I've had a couple of people ask me about that. Everybody always asks about the RH negative and RH positive. And it's like, there's something more to the bloodlines than that. There's it's, I don't think it's just a type. There's, there's lines of, of genetics that have been mutated well, along the way. Well, what it is, is the RH negative bloodline hasn't been mutated. That's, that's why most of your Royal families. Are, yeah. But, Ron, Rh negative, isn't the Rh neg is it Rh negative or Rh positive that the mother will eat the child that's the same? Okay, okay. So here, here's how this works. So Rh Rh negative, like for the rhesus monkey, which means if you're Rh positive, then you have that rhesus monkey DNA in you. When you're RH negative, that means you do not. So totally different bloodline from who knows where. They still haven't been able to figure out exactly where the RH negative bloodlines even came from to begin with. But inside the RH negative blood types, you have all the different ones that they can all do different things. Like I'm an O negative. So I can give my blood to everybody in the world, but I can only take it from an O negative. That's why when you go into hospital, like Ryan and I talked about this first episode we ever did. I could give my blood to every human living being, but I can only take it from a fellow O negative. So when you go into hospital, they don't know what your blood type is. You're getting O negative until they find out what your blood type is, and then they can give you your blood type. But they have gone back, and the royal families are all RH negative. And they don't want anybody in the family to marry anybody else that is not RH negative and definitely not somebody that's RH positive. Because getting back to what you asked, if you have an RH negative mother, now it could be O, A, B, A, B, whatever, if it's RH negative. And the father is RH positive, or I believe just straight, like straight blood. No, yep. not positive or negative. The RH negative mother's body will try to spontaneously abort that baby. And, and because to, to <laughs> RH negative, to the RH negative mother, that ba that baby is, and when I say the word alien, I don't mean, you know, extraterrestrial. I mean, that baby it's a virus. is an alien. It's, it's trying to make her sick. So her body has to get rid of that and abort the baby out. Yep. Now, they came up with this shot called the Rogram shot, which they could give an RH negative mom to allow her to carry an RH positive baby full term. So there's a lot of weird, funky stories out there about RH negative stuff. So, I mean, that, that would be, you know, a, another cool episode, actually, to get in there, because there's some other people in our podcast circle uh, that know a lot about that. Silence in the air. Cool. Crazy. Yeah. I've only heard you talk about that a thousand billion times. Right. Yep. Would be surprised how much <laughs> you talk about it. People still don't know anything about it. Ah. Yeah, I don't even know my blood type. To be I don't either. I, I, I figured I if I get to that point, I'm good to go. Too. I just didn't ever prick myself. I was like, I forgot about it. If I'm needing blood, I probably am fucked. <laughs> well, no, you're not because you would get O negative. Just call Ron. Yeah. So, so It'll listen to this. There. Be like, here you go, Ryan. I saw an interesting story today, and it, and it reminded me of when Ryan and I first got together when we talked about 
that professor in Boston that got bagged, uh, taking money from the CCP. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and how and he never we predicted that it was probably COVID that he was trying to smuggle out of the country. That's what we thought. Well, that's what he got bagged for. So check this out. Our buddies, Joe, Jen and uh, Ben over at Legit Bat posted this on Instagram. I heard the story prior to that, but it just I'm just scrolling through and it rem- comes. I was looking up this Daskalactus guy. His Instagram is like uh, it's just all pictures of him like shirtless, basically. Uh, <laughs> but then but did isn't his Instagram page private now or no? No, I just looked at it. The checkmark one. Uh, oh, I don't remember. He probably removed comments or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. check this out. More lethal strain of COVID created in Boston University lab, researchers say. Researchers at Boston University say they have developed a new COVID strain that is an 80% kill rate following a series of similar experiments first thought to have started the global pandemic. Now, why would they do that? What's the source on that? Uh, to do Fox News. Fox News. So, so it's probably it's probably a legitimate thing. But uh, but why do they take these kind of things and try to make them worse? Because they're pissed off because it could it didn't kill enough people the first time. It's around? for scientific purposes, just in case the bad guys make something worse, then they can combat it. Fear yeah. porn. Fear porn. And why is it always in Boston they're pulling this shit? Dude, there's a lot of shady shit that goes on in Boston, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the South End. No, yeah, no, I don't know. North End's just as bad as the South End. Mm. The South End's all the Irish. The North South is just Italian. more known. Yeah, like like uh, like legend. The legend is Go Southie and everything like that. Go to Chelsea or like Lynn. But yeah, dude, I think that there's a lot of uh, you know. I wanted to talk about like cryptids and stuff, but I didn't know uh, Gorga didn't have that long. But you know, I I think that there is a lot of like this weird dark dark energy that gets passed around at the top levels of society dude and i think with this with this dimitri guy i I don't even fucking know how to say his last name without looking at it but this guy no dasalakis dasalakis shakalaka whatever the fuck it is but this guy i think they're trying to normalize it because i think just about every high-level politician does some of the stuff that he does maybe they don't have the tattoos Maybe they don't have the uh, blood raves in their private, uh, you know, companies and stuff like that. But they're showing us this and they're seeing who's going to push back and who's going to be like, dude, this is weird. We can't be having people. I'm all for people having a different personal life versus a a professional life, but not at the top levels of society, man. Not and and not this drastic shit, too. It's fucking creepy. Satanic. And and, I mean, such such a drastic change and again at the top levels of society setting national policy that's not cool man i think you need to be pretty fucking straight laced if you're going to be doing this stuff (laughs) that's just me i mean maybe i'm old school call me old school i don't want to satan as fucking i think people i think people that are held in the highest regard in some of the top offices and top cabinets and 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 things in our u.s government uh should be straight shooters they shouldn't be that's fucking freaks that they have and they are the biggest circles ever yeah yeah <laughs> that yeah that's what i'm saying i think if you if you're if you're a private practicing doctor and you want to suck some dick on the weekend and you're a dude that's fine whatever but like you know and even if yeah, you but when the upper echelon of your military and your government are all power bottoms you got a problem 
Yeah, I would say so. Because Putin is a power top. Yeah. He's gonna he come comes with that big dick energy, you know? Hey, man, say what you want about the guy. He does have big dick energy. And yeah. I'm sure he's not going to I mean, look at dick, Biden. But... Biden is getting lost on stage. He's, you know, he said he's served for 73 years. I mean, the guy's a fucking mess. He said he's Mexican. He said he's black. He said he's Native American. Oh, he's Puerto and... Rican, too. He's Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. That counts as Latino, I think. But, I, you know, he was a Puerto Rican that grew up in a black church. Sure. Uh, that makes sense being clear skinned. So, you know, I don't know, man. Um, I, I like ghost theory too. that uh, Joe Biden's secret service. I like that theory. Oh, a lot. my God. I like you the see theory. her last night at the Eagles game. No, she got booed pretty good. And they, they had a little uh, fuck Joe Biden chant going in the backgrounds. Nice. Yeah, they all do. Kim Kardashian got booed in L.A. Did, yeah. you, guys hear, did you guys hear what happened up here in New Hampshire th- this weekend? No, I'm going to do a post on it later. So down on uh, 93 going through uh, Manchester uh, in 93 is like, what is it like five lanes in each direction? Buckley, when you get down that way Mm. where it splits off to go over to the mall of New Hampshire and to Brown Ave, which is the airport at a construction sign, you know, those lighted construction signs on the road. And somebody went in there. I guess I don't know if it belonged to the state or who, but you can hack, hack into those. Yeah, they're they're through computer systems. Yeah, somebody hacked into it and it said "fuck Biden." <laughs> and, and it was out there for like hours. Like in, in in leaving New Hampshire on the weekend, it's bumper to bumper traffic getting into Mass. Right from all the leaf peepers, I thought that was funnier and shit. But I tried to find a picture, couldn't find a picture. Then I was on Instagram earlier, and a buddy of mine had posted. Uh, actually, it wasn't Instagram; it was Facebook. Posted a picture of it, so I screenshot it. I'll be doing a post for that later. That's hilarious. Nice. Yeah, People I'm gonna post some... back. People are pushing back against this bullshit. This but, is bullshit. Yeah, but, but it think... doesn't matter. He was yeah. he's he wasn't that popular in 2020 either. I mean, think about it, Ron. This guy, he was basically on the verge of getting knocked out of the race altogether. Right. And he and somehow he makes this miraculous run to become president. And then the VP is one of the first people out. She got knocked out right away because she had no support and she becomes vice president. But you're leaving something crucial out. They're not just president and vice president. And they were both so wildly unpopular. They go on to be the most popular voted for ticket in American history. That's where I was going. Yeah, they get the most votes ever. But then when it comes to actually being installed they've had the lowest ratings ever right away immediately yeah and it's it's unbelievable how does this how does this happen what's more unbelievable is how people go along with it like my former co-host i tell you what with this when this shit is exposed and it's slowly happening when this is all said and done, some heads are going to roll. And I hope so. I and I don't think if, if the government doesn't make heads roll, I really got to think the people are going to make heads roll. You know what I think is going to do it, Ron? Ron, I think I think when they find out what what that jab did to them, really, and what they really put in their bodies and what it's really going to do to them, and they start seeing the health problems they start having five and ten years out. I think that's when this shit's going to get ugly because that's been coming out for the last year and people are still happy that they took it. There's people in line for the fifth one. I saw saw a post today where a guy was 
uh, they were talking about uh, this bodybuilder, this bodybuilder yeah, that yeah, yeah. Came up and made a big deal about people not getting the poke. And he said, well, here, use me for a test. If I die, the dude just dropped dead. And then and, and so people are commenting and you're saying, well, you know, recipe, whatever. It's too bad. It's very sad, whatever. And of course, I always say, well, the, the doctor's still <laughs> baffled in quotes. You know what I mean? Oh, are you sharing a screen, Ryan? Oh, yeah, I am here. Yeah, so, there's this uh, Doug Brignoli. Yeah, was the guy that passed away. But people in the ch- in the comments are like, I cannot believe all these people still blaming it on the vaccine. <laughs> like, dude, are you fucking that stupid. Well, that's the thing, man, is like the people that get the vaccine and die from it are not going to be able to fight back. It's people that are like the the brothers and, you know, the sisters and mothers and fathers of people that got the vaccines um, that are going to fight because they lost a loved one. But those people are going to be dead, man. I think they'll never say they'll never say to us. Thank you for trying to warn us. I wish I listened. Dude, I, Ron, I had I had a heart to heart with two of my family members last weekend because they're like, man, I wish I didn't take it mm. they're like because they took it so that they could, tr- you know, travel to certain things. And they realized that they really didn't need it, but they panicked and didn't want to miss out. They did and, what they were told. And now. Yeah. Yeah. Total so, buyer's I, I remorse. I've got, a, I've got a lot of friends that have taken it. Uh, I tried to advise them that they didn't need it in the beginning. But what do I know? I'm just a car guy, right? I'm just a garage guy with a conspiracy podcast. Yep. You know, I don't know anything. And now the vaccine (laughs) manufacturers are coming out and saying, well, we knew it wasn't going to stop transmission. Okay, well, right then and there, if that's the case, then there's no reason to mandate people having them. No, well, and that's why, Ron, that's why they just extended the emergency order, Ron. I mean, the the COVID's over, but they just extended it. They extended it to January. Yep. Why? Because they got to get one more round in and they're going to try one more dash of it after the elections. Matt, it's all about the emergency money that they can steal from the Treasury, a.k.a. the taxpayer, to fucking spend money on other things that have nothing to do with COVID. Nothing. Like they need that money now. They're promising everybody they're going to get rid of their uh, college debt. Well, why was why was money for Ukraine in the hurricane relief? Exactly, hurricane <laughs> relief. And this is the problem with how they run Congress down there. If you're going to make a bill to help the people of Florida for hurricane relief, that's what every fucking dime should go to. Yeah, no pork. It shouldn't go to. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to give you. Say, let's just use a figure because I don't know what the figures are. We're going to give you $50 million for hurricane relief. But in this same bill, we're going to give $60 million to Ukraine. That is the biggest bunch of bullshit money laundering situation I have ever seen this U.S. government pull since Iraq. So why? All Iraq was, too, was a fucking money laundering operation. They went into Iraq to steal as much money and repatriate all that gold. Who knows where that went? But I don't remember getting any tax relief from it. That's what I was going to say is why do we pay taxes? Why do people still pay taxes? If everyone stopped doing it, what the fuck can they do? You know, yeah, they can find everybody. But that that's put about it. They can't put everybody in jail. 
They can't put everybody in jail. Ryan, and it's the same reason why nothing like this ever works. And this is why strikes never work. It's us and them mentality. People are brainwashed one way and we're brainwashed the other way. Like we all believe that. I mean, it's just rationale. If you can print as much money as you want, why the fuck are we paying taxes for my hard-earned labor? Right? Think about that. I mean, it's not simple. Yeah, it's a total skip. And and, and anybody that says that they don't pay taxes is is full of shit because here's why. You're paying taxes Mm 24-7. If your lights are on, your cell phone's working, your internet is working, you're paying taxes. You drive a car. You're paying taxes for all that shit. You drive a car. Not only did you pay a tax to have the right to put your fucking car on the road, the roads being repaired that you're driving on through the gasoline tax and a portion of your property tax, which 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 is is the fucking meters running every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buckley and I, when we do the show, of course, when Sean's here, we don't smoke, but like we're smoking fiends during the show. Tobacco tax. We're drinking these buzz balls tonight, which are very good, by the way. Yeah. Tax yeah, on alcohol. Right. You are paying taxes on every fucking move you make. But making your income tax payments and going out of your way, like for self-employed people going at the end of the year and making sure that they're up to date with the IRS gangsters, like being like, oh, let me make sure that this is good to go so that I don't get fined. Fuck that. Obviously, income tax or, or not income tax, uh, sales tax. I get it. I don't like it, but I get that it's something that we can't get around unless you want to steal and get popped for something else. Well, where you Dude, don't people need to you... stop doing income tax bullshit. It's not it doesn't go to anything productive when you when you don't have a sales tax like New Hampshire. There's always a trade off. Yeah, it just goes to excise tax or property tax. Oh, it, property it just... tax. I got property tax fucking out of control here. Don't pay it. Fucking don't pay it. But we have, we have, if you don't pay your property tax after so many years, they take your property. They seize your property. Then the people that come to take it, you fucking kill them. That's what I'm saying. It's not even that crazy. It's not that crazy. Hey, hey, how'd that work out for Waco? How'd that work out for the founding of the United States? Ruby Ridge. But this is what it comes down to, right? If you, if you, if you, want to live anywhere you are paying taxes 24 7 yeah and the other thing is the whole thing that goes to property tax i feel that it's unconstitutional and i was one of my life goals to have a property tax abolished i'm going to work on that well the 16th and, amendment and says why, that it's why the majority of our property tax in the state of new hampshire goes to educate kids that are being indoctrinated and taught fucking common core math com- common core everything that i don't agree with so i'm paying it's 60% of my property tax goes to the educational system in the state of New Hampshire. And I, and they're dumbing kids down. They're lowering the test scores. They're doing everything. They are getting fucking money for nothing as far as I'm concerned. And, and I think there should be a break. If you want to homeschool your kid, well, then you shouldn't have to pay into the school system. Right. But the point is you never, ever own your land. Every piece of land that my property owns uh, every excuse me, every piece of property my family owns, we own. There's no mortgages. We had mortgages, but they're gone. But now the property tax every month is more than what our mortgage used to be. So you don't get to own anything. You are fucking renting your property. You do not own it. And that's why home ownership is another whole scam. 
Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I fucking realize that it's a scam. And this is why rent is, is out of control in New Hampshire. Like you can't rent. I mean, I mean, Buckley and his wife, his girlfriend, they just bought their house. They're paying less for their mortgage now than they did their rent. Right. So but rent I mean, is insane right now. To rent a two bedroom apartment in the city of Concord, I want to say is what is it? 1200, 1500. That's no, more than that. Yeah. Or maybe 1800 a month. Yeah. Who can afford rent it? an apartment? It's fucking insane. Ron, my landlord, my apartment. The, landlord, the landlord's property tax keeps going up. That's the problem. So he so it's it's all it's trickle down, trickle down in economics. Just like back. And, in the- and guess what? Energy costs are going up, right? It's everything's more expensive. So, yeah, Something it all needs to come to a head and it needs to pop like Dr. Pimple Popper. Because there's no way that this, <laughs> this is no way that this is fucking sustainable for any person, let alone the working man, because you work, work, work. And, and I don't care how much fucking money you make at the end of the month, you're still looking at your bank account to make sure you have enough to cover your bills. And yeah, it, you're looking at like, what was the fuck? Like it was not like that. It was not like that under Trump. I will say I bought recently, uh, you know, my dryer broke, my clothing dryer broke. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a fucking clothesline and I'm drying my clothes outside now because that's going to save me quite a bit on, you know, the utilities and stuff. And I think more and more people need to get back to that stuff. We talk about how we need to get back to the old way, but we still enjoy the benefits of the Internet. Heated fucking, you know, clothing, drying and all this shit. Toilet. toilets yeah go shit outside see how much you like that stuff you know ryan i can remember as a kid when i went to school when i changed from our town's elementary school and went over to the other uh well it's it's part of the city of concord where our high school was our middle school and high school and my friends that lived in Pentecook, they would say oh come to the house we'll have cable we'll watch this and i said what's cable oh that's different that's different stuff you get different channels and oh you don't have an antenna no we don't have an antenna and, oh, yeah. And it costs us. It cost my mom like five bucks a month or whatever. Even back then, I'm talking like back in the 70s. I could not wrap my fucking head around the idea that you actually had to pay for television. Now we're paying a couple hundred dollars a month on average. I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah. A couple hundred bucks a month for your Internet and your television. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Stream East for uh, your gaming watching needs. If anyone is uh, trying to stream football games or UFC events, it's a good way to get around that. Stream East. Look stream it up. East. Okay, check it out. Yeah, I've been watching all the football games on Stream East. So I didn't mean to go off on that day a little bit. No, man, it's valid shit, I think. I don't know how Matt feels about it, but it's a problem, dude. I think more and more people need to get fucking serious about it. But it's going to be a while, I think. And I really don't have the confidence in these next generations that struggle with mental health to fucking come up there and fight the government because that's one of the most intimidating things you can do. They're all autistic. That's the that's the new thing I've been finding amongst everybody, everybody around me and their kids. Uh, A guy come to pick up his car the other day, had his grandson with him. His grandson was a little like not off his rocker, but a very talkative and this and that. And the grandfather's like, he's a little autistic. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. He's mildly retarded. And all I'm thinking yeah. of myself is these are my people. This, this <laughs> kid, I don't think this kid's autistic. I just think that he's being fucking repressed as a child. He just needs a gun. Nah, you know, that's what he needs. Run, he just needs to run around and get some of that energy out because Shoot some that's animals. not what they do with kids now. It's like you sit down, little Jimmy, and you be quiet. 
and you watch your little show, okay? Where I don't want you talking <laughs> or going out and playing or doing jumps on your bicycle or, you know, fucking whatever, playing in the road like we used to as kids. It's like if if I look back at the shit that me and my friends did in our neighborhood growing up, man, they would all had us on the fucking spectrum because we were like doing some crazy shit. Right. But I think that's part of the problem. And now this is the excuse that they use. Well, he can't go to work. You know, he's on the spectrum. He needs government money. He needs you to pay his fucking bills for him. Yeah. As a taxpayer. Don't get me fucking started on that shit. Anyway. Problem. Oh, we didn't make the show go a little sideways. There you go, dude. Hey, it's a, it's a, the show's on the spectrum right now. You know, it's all over the place. Oh, show went full retard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's interesting though. I think it's interesting to talk about that kind of stuff, man, because it is seeming to come to a head, but I just don't know when. Coming to a head could mean a hundred years from now. It could be mean tomorrow. I tell you what, there's no way, there's no way we're gonna wait a hundred years to straighten this shit out. No. I can't believe I can't believe it's gone for two years, to be honest with you. And 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 Ron, I don't see anything changing for at least two more. Well, I don't know. I think we're gonna have an interesting just, just from the just from the way things work, you know, like the I cycle agree. of it. I, I don't gonna be a, there's gonna be a revolt from the cold states if they think they're gonna charge us eight dollars a gallon for heating oil. Yeah, that's gonna be a bitch. That's gonna, gonna I'll tell you what's gonna happen in New England because we don't fuck around up here. There'll be a lot of oil trucks go missing. Yeah, because the last time heating oil hit almost five dollars a gallon, there was literally posses of people out there stealing fucking oil trucks and hijacking oil trucks. No mm. joke. No That's joke. Good. It would be great big, great big tankers just fucking gone missing. Whole oil trucks stolen. Like like the driver fucking dragged out of his truck, take his phone away, put him on the side of the road, and say, "Don't you talk to anybody for the next hour. Just After walk the other direction for one hour." Yeah. You know what they'll start doing, though, is sending like panic buttons and like it'll be GPS located to where like if somebody gets dragged out of the truck, they hit a button like the bank tellers right now. You know, oh, like, yeah, it, no, you're right. You're right. But but there's got to be a way like 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 I think what they were doing because they were recovering the trucks like within an hour. These people had a place where they would just go and they would just pump the truck empty. Then they would just abandon the truck. Yeah, it was a pump and dump. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think there's going to be a revolt. Because people are not going to fucking freeze and they're not going to go hungry. That's when the shit is going to hit the fan right there. Well, and you're seeing it, Ron. It's going to it's going to have it always happens in Europe first. Right. We're going to see that test run this winter. I think Germany is going to be the test ground. It sounds like there's no there's no fucking people that is Germany is going to be the epicenter because they're the ones that took all the fuel from the Nord Stream pipelines. Yep. And now that that Nord Stream is inactive. We cannot continue to sell Germany oil from our strategic supply. Like we need that. That's for us. And that's another mistake that they're making here. They need to tell these oil companies, fuck these permits, fuck these leases, go out there, drill. Let's get this shit going. And that's exactly what would happen if the right man was in the White House. This shit. And I'm not going to say Trump either, but I'm just saying the right man in the White House could straighten this fucking shit out. Biden destroyed fucking sexist, Ron. A woman could do it, too. A woman could do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know there's a few women politicians that could fucking pull that off. And don't you say Tulsi Gabbard. I'll cut your tongue off. No, no, I'm not even talking about Tulsi Gabbard. There are some strong women out there. Hillary Clinton. (laughs) You know what? What I'm going to enjoy seeing is all these other 
like the like the lady in Arizona, like Ryan could talk to this, uh, who's who's taken on taken on the governor down there, in, in in all these other places around the country. You know, even in New Hampshire, you know, our governor he's going to get reelected. He's a Republican, bit of a rhino. Not the first time I've said that. However, he's still a Republican. But we need to replace some of our congressmen and our senators in this state because they're all Democrat and they're running the state into the fucking ground. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be interested to see what happens. There's some pretty it's, tight races coming. I wish I had some more free time, even though, you know, like I kind of have a lot more free time than I used to. Dude, I would run for something, something low level and just get in there. Everyone, I think, I mean, if you got that much of a problem with it, I think that's the only solution. It's for normal people that talk like pieces of shit like we do to, you know, run and, and you know, do this first. Well, that was the whole thing that Trump <laughs> that they didn't like because Trump came in and told it like it was not really, though. I, you know, he just said stupid stuff. I mean, I can't stand Trump anymore, man. Yeah, things were good, but I think that it was just for the the division to where, like, look how good things are. Look how cheap gas is. And now we get to this shit where, you know, he went to the same school that Hunter Biden went to before he went to that place in New York. I forget where Hunter Biden went. They're all friends. They're all friends, dude. I mean, he, Trump's a Jesuit. Uh, Biden's a Jesuit. You know, dude, it, if it, I run, here's my campaign photo. Yes, right here. dude. I am running. You look like you touch kids in that picture with the suit. Quite possibly. <laughs> National Association for Retarded Children. <laughs> I do like that, though. Yeah. That that needs to be on a shirt. So what else was on the massive debaters agenda tonight? There's no agenda anytime, Ron. Yeah. It's well, actually, I, I was interested to hear what you guys have been up to. Also, I mean, obviously, I, I listen to every show, but just letting people in general know what's going on, what you guys are up to and anything you guys have seen other than inflation across the board. And yeah, you know, I'm getting tired of talking about all that shit because it's just so far out in the forefront. And that's why it's like, like, like that's if, why if, here if we people, usually don't. If people can't see it, then fucking we're not going to enlighten them to it. Right. But I don't know. We've had some cool, uh, some cool stuff. Uh, Buckley's going to have a couple of his mental health workers come in. I think what next week, possibly next couple of weeks. Sometime. Yeah. Next few weeks. We're going to get them in there. Talk about that. Uh, I think anonymous Sean's going to be in the house this week. We're going to be talking, getting a little bit back more on the uh, Babylon and beyond series. I just released my first installment of my Salem witch trials episodes uh, today. Today. Yeah, today, uh, yeah, today. Which, was, which was a pretty interesting interview that I did. So we're going to be getting into that. Of course, October is a bad month to try to make it to Salem. I was not aware of that. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, well, this, the city of Salem just sent out messages. There's no parking in Salem. Don't come. They're like, if you want to come, you can shuttle in, bus in, cab, Uber, whatever. Do not bring your car into Salem. There's no place for you to park. <laughs> so that's weird. So yeah. no, that's normal. That that's there's normal. not much parking. I didn't, I didn't to, know that. I didn't. There's know not that. much to begin with. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's true. However, however, it encompasses a big area because not only is it the town of Salem, it's the town of Danvers. Because the town of Danvers is actually where the Salem that that was Salem Village, back in the day. They changed the name to Danvers to get rid of the whole, uh, 
you know, the mystique of stigma. the moniker. Yeah, stigma, that's it. Right? That's just a fucking, uh, that's more deception right there. Jesus. It's like everything that we thought was cool is not cool. Salem yeah. is so dancing or whatever. Is, and then I forgot all about my wife is going out of town for a week. She's, Party. Leaving, she's leaving next week to go uh, work with her friend in Florida. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so I can't get away right now anyway. So I think as soon as she gets back, things are going to tone down in uh, Salem. Maybe Buckley and I can take a day, like do a day trip and go down there. Kind of scope that out, do some filming, just walk around, check shit out or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, so that's what we've been working on. You know, we've got, you know, other stuff. We got a few guests lined up, interesting guests. But uh, yeah, just moving along, trying to stay consistent with the show. I think we've been doing pretty good with that. Download numbers are looking really good. We're happy with that. So uh, we're just going to build on that and see where it goes. Hell yeah. Nice. Thanks. So Ryan, tell us what's new with you because you, uh, you're a jobless now. Nice. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll probably be fucking homeless by the end of the month. We'll see how it goes. But it's been nice. It, it I miss my job less than I thought. And um, you know, just that's always how it goes. Yeah, just I I mean, waking up on a Saturday morning, last Saturday, taking a shower, like at like nine in the morning, and then knowing that I didn't have to go to fucking work and I got to enjoy a full UFC card without having to listen to it on my phone, and then rush home to try and catch the main card. It was a feeling that I haven't felt in a long fucking time. So it was just nice. Like, yeah, I got less money coming in, but I don't really fucking care. Like, it's it's incredibly nice. You, to could, just... do, you could live on less. Oh, yeah. No, I can live on less. Yeah, you but I, I'm, I'm also trying to diet right now. So, like, I have to buy expensive food and shit. So isn't that fun? No. That eating better costs more money. Really yeah. 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 It's such a mind fuck right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, Well, did you see? Did you see the shit I posted? I I uh, I've been doing an experiment because my son's always busting my balls. He wants these like the the big Y bagels that are from like the aisle, and I'm like, those things are fucking disgusting. I'm like, you're not eating those. So I bought a pack, and I gave him one of them, and then I kept the other ones, and I saved two of them, and I hid him up in the cupboard there, and and I pulled them out, and it, I've been in I. I bought them when i moved into this place so that was like mid-august we're in mid-october now i took them out of the package they didn't have barely uh uh, they had a little bit of white on them but no molds and they were softer than when i bought them yeah it's crazy it's disgusting Mm -hmm. i'm like that's not food it's not possible so uh so we like a lot of bagels in the house i like bagels little g that's her staple every morning before school is a bagel and we buy that, uh, what is it, Dave's? Yes, Dave's, Dave's, or, uh, Dave's, Dave's Killer, killer bread. bread. Killer. Dave's Killer yep. Bread, that's it. That's we hot. buy his bagels, and uh, they're phenomenal, number one. Number two, like, you got to eat, once you open that bag, like, like you got to go through those in a few days. Yep. Because that's how natural they are, because they will start molding up pretty quick. Yeah. When you have bread in your bread cabinet, like we do, and like, uh, uh, give an example, hamburger rolls. We had some turkey burgers the other night. My, my wife makes tremendous uh, turkey burgers. So I said, wow, <laughs> I need a roll. So I pull out a fucking roll and I'm like, what was the date on these? I looked at the date. The rolls were like a month old. Still fine. Yep. That's fucked. I mean, yeah, you to be a little worried about it. We put ours in the fridge. Yeah. Well, you can do that too. Yeah. Oh, thank just, you. 
It just I appreciate the permission. Well, no, just. Well, you're not supposed to refrigerate bread. No, but I know it's not like the. Say, a lot of people say you're not supposed to, but I do it all the time. Well, we yeah. go through it so fast it doesn't need to be. But we will get bread and we'll freeze it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just it ain't quite as good. After. Hey, nothing, nothing better than taking a frozen hot dog bun, wrapping it in a nice paper towel, nuking it for a second. You get a nice steamed bun for your hot dog. Oh, that's true, but it's a little stretchy. It's a little stretchy, but hey, what's a hot dog? Oh. What kind of fucking camel meat is that? So you I don't know. know, but it's fucking delicious. Whatever it is, I'll t- I'll eat those things with no hands. I'll tell you oh, that yeah. right now, hey. dude. Those brown water dogs you get on the city streets are the best. Sure, hey, make a lot of eye contact with uh, whoever you're eating <laughs> the hot dogs with, and just eat it with no hands. I tell you what, when you go to the local store and you eat a hot dog that's been in the steamer literally for eight hours. And it don't kill you. Yeah, hot dogs ain't going to kill you. It only makes you stronger. I don't care what's in them. <laughs> I will never end my relationship with hot dogs ever. <laughs> yeah, dude, hot dogs are hot dogs are a fun hang. Yeah. But yeah, man, Matt, we got this fun show that we're going to do tomorrow. Are you going to yes. be on board? Yes, I'm going to stop cool. by. I got I got, I could stop by for like an hour or so, but I could get my kid to bed afterwards. Cool. So what do you guys got going on? It's the uh, the fun show that I've tried to invite you to like three times, Ron, but you're too cool for it. The fun show where you get like an origin story and then we talk about junk food for like 45 minutes. Oh, you're going to have to give me a heads up on that because I don't remember that. Yeah, it's a fun <laughs> show. It's I uh, I did you three times. My Ron. my I don't remember that. My brain's kind of rattled. We're on, we do the uh, it's like uh, I've done 10 episodes or nine episodes. This will be the 10. So I'm having I invited all the former nine. To just get on, just talk about whatever. So it's not going to be a conspiracy episode. It's just going to be fun. Okay. So when you get to episode 12, let me know. I'll make sure I can get there. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Talk about your past and uh, junk food that you enjoy eating. Oh, that's the show you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I could give you a little bit about my past. I can't give it all to you, but I'll give you a little. I don't need it all. I'll get. I'll give you enough to make it just a tip. You know, just a little bit, just enough to get me teaser, Ron. My wife never falls for that one. Make him want more. (laughs) Yeah, make me want more. I'm a dirty little whore. (laughs) It was all the way in. Oh, I thought that was all. Yeah, (laughs) that's just my thigh. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fun. It's a fun show. Talking about a lot of junk food. So it's fun. Hey, tacos and hot dogs. That's what makes the world go round. Maybe an occasional burrito. Well, this is one. I mean, it seems like we're kind of wrapping up here. This is one that I like to ask lately. What is your favorite breakfast carb? And there's only three options because they're the sweets. I'll actually add in four. You got waffle, pancake, French toast, cinnamon roll. What's your favorite? Donut. Pancake. Donut doesn't count. It's definitely French toast. Pancake. French toast, pancake, Matt, where are you at with Ooh, those four? Dude, that's a tough one because I'm either. It depends. Are we uh, what, are, are we talking like a plate size cinnamon roll? Yeah. Infinite. Yeah. All right. I'm sure. going. I'm going cinnamon roll then. Cinnamon roll with okay. a nice glaze on top. Oh, yeah. You like almonds and uh, caramel? I'll take it. I okay. like French toast because you use a lot of egg to make French toast. Sure. So you're getting your protein and your carb. Yeah. And then you're getting your diabetes because you bury it in maple syrup when you live in New England. Yeah. Absolutely. See, my 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 go to is a bre- uh, breakfast sandwich, uh, bacon, egg and cheese. Oh, yeah. Brown. That's, that's oh. enough. Yeah. 
Or spam and egg. Spam and egg is good too. Fuck spam. Dude, I order that shit by the case on Amazon. Dude, you guys are disgusting. I can't. I tell my my (laughs) wife. That's that's a that goes in apocalypse storage, which I did break into this week, and I had to have one can. Uh, hey, that's good to have it for apocalypse storage. You can have all kinds of good stuff, but it's mostly about like you know junk food. I I'm waffle. I'm team waffle. By the way, waffle is the way to go. I think that's the only correct answer, waffles, but that's all right. Waffles look good. Waffles. We look all good. had a different answer. Yeah, I was I in. I was that. in uh, in Connecticut. There was a restaurant that made a killer waffle. We're talking fresh bananas, fudge. I mean, they loaded this thing up and and you got two of them. It was like fucking monster. So I can't argue with there. I will not hate on the waffle. I do like a pancake that's dressed up properly. You know, like an IHOP Tres Leches pancake. I'll go for that all day. But, you know, I'm somewhat of an expert when it comes to this stuff. So if you guys ever have any questions, let me know. Pancakes are really good if they have the fruit in them like like apple pancakes are really good. Blue- you go, you go on buttermilk or you go on original. What do you mean? Buttermilk or original pancake. Oh, either or. I I mean, when I buy the mix, the, the Aunt Jemima. Yeah, I, I always get the buttermilk one. Uh, yeah. And we keep buttermilk in the house, too, because we use it a lot for cooking. But mm. uh, yeah, no it, waffles. Definitely like Ryan. I when I feel like having to do extra cleaning after breakfast, I'll pull out the waffle maker. Yeah, we'll a little freaky with it. Can eat some waffles. Yeah. Use lots of good avocado oil. So the waffles nice and crisp when it comes yeah, up. Yeah, you do. Uh, you know, I'm more of a nut pancake guy. I don't like too much fruit. I'll take a little blueberry compote on top, but I like my walnuts and my pecans, maybe a chocolate chip or two. Okay. I'm having a good time. Pecans. I could definitely see that. Whipped cream on top. Yeah. What I we like to do, fucking... we get this jelly up here. It's, it's, uh, comes from Stonewall Kitchen. It's called Maine Blueberry Jelly. Or jam, I, I I guess they call it jam. You put that, you know, you put that on top of your. Actually, you got to put the butter on the pancake first. Of course. You well, gotta, we, I thought we were gentlemen actually, here. You actually put the butter on the pancake as you're cooking it in the pan, and then you put you you know, put a little bit of this blueberry jam on top of it, and then put maple syrup on it. Oh my god, dude! I mm. fill I fill a waffle with butter. Like those, those holes are filled with butter before I put anything else on. And we're talking Belgian waffles, the thick. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're yeah, we're not talking Lego my ego bullshit. Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, out of here. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good men here. I like this conversation. Yes. And that's that is a good place to wrap. (laughs) Perfect. Right on Ryan's favorite, his food. His little, uh, it's, I don't even know. It's kind of a fetish now. Uh, niche. Man, I think food fetish is a, fetish is a, is a, a fetish food, for everybody. Food's a fetish for everybody. I say, um, I mean, everyone's got that food that, that they just really love. Um, even for like these fucking vegans out there that want to eat like wheatgrass fucking Sundays or whatever. It's a fetish for everybody. You know, people get excited for one dish. Everyone does. So that's why in a prison on death row, they give you your last meal. You get to spend like six dollars. It's not even that much that you can really get. But, you know, you get your last meal and you get to pick what you want. Food is a huge thing. They charge you for your last meal. No, but like you can't you can't get whatever you want. Like you can't have like I want seven lobster tails and a fucking thing. It's like the a maximum dollar of like I think it's like twenty six dollars. Depending on where you live. Yeah, I I guess it depends. I was watching. uh, uh, And I was thinking about this the other day. I watched a documentary on Angola prison down in Louisiana. 
Oh, and they were interviewing one of the guys they were interviewing was on death row. Uh, and by the time the movie wrapped, like they had killed him, but they talked about his last meal and they showed it. He had crawfish, corn on a cob, uh, baked potato. I mean, anything and everything you could think of that you would want to eat if you were from Louisiana. It's but like think about it. That's like yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. crawfish is cheap. That's the, the cockroaches of the sea right there. And they're delicious. I love them. But I've never had them, but I would sit right down and munch a few if they're right in front of me right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd eat probably 40 or 50 of them. I, that's about what I eat. They're, they're tiny. It's one yeah, bite. So yeah. small. And it's yeah. got to be better than lobster. You know, I don't know what the fascination lobster is. sucks. I Fuck agree. Lobster. I, don't, I don't know what the fascination is. It's like eating a fucking like the only thing I can imagine, like the claw is really good. The claws are good. Yeah. But the tail, it's all like I can imagine rubber. is a chick chomping down on an old rubber dildo. Yeah. I mean, Fuck I mean, that. it's fucking chewy. It's just I, I'm not into it. I'm not into it at all. I'm with you. I'll I'm take a scallop. You want to get back on food? Scallops, scallops and scallops. scallops. <laughs> Matt, Matt made a face. He's like scallop. What the fuck's a scallop? Scallop. That's what we call them. Scallop. Scallops. Scallop. I'll take it a crab. Scallops. Crab. Like, um, scallops and, or steamers, like cherry stone steamers. Oh my god, the absolute fucking best. Lobster. I think you'd fit in on the show, Ron. You shouldn't have turned me down three times. I'll take your yeah, invitation. This is, this you, is like prime conversation. I have a busy life, dude. I'm running a business, so I have a lot of children here. I got a fucking kid at home. I got a wife that fucking makes me work 24-7. Okay. I don't have a lot of time. I can't remember. I can't remember where to hey, fucking be today. Ron, excuses are like assholes, my friends. <laughs> I tell you what, anytime you guys want to come and fucking do my job, like, <laughs> wake up at 5.30 in the morning and, and work until like 11 every day, you're welcome to it. And then you can tell me why you can't fucking remember anything or why I can't <laughs> Thing. I actually bought a book. I have to write. I have to literally write shit in a book because I can't remember. Now I got so Ron. This is my. my you can't see. This is my Bible right here. I don't leave anywhere without this thing. Oh, they, oh I like those two stickers that I saw. Oh yeah, yeah. I need some updated stickers, Ryan. Yeah, I'm actually need to make some. I need to do a lot of stuff with the merch store. I've been really like slacking. Just free merch, Ryan. I like the. I like the new logo. Oh, we're the free still merch is coming. Out. We're still waiting on shirts, man. Yeah, I like how Buckley brought it up. You don't pay for my Patreon, Buckley. You, you don't get to don't ask for anything. <laughs> I know. No, yeah, I'm oh, waiting. Patreon. I can't even get him to buy a fucking bag of ice. I buy ice all the time. <laughs> damn it. No, I'm going to send them out a little bit before Christmas. I figured it's been this long. I'm going to wait until like right around Christmas. That's fair. Enough. Some people are getting massive packages like Ron's getting a pretty big one. I'll include a shirt for you, Buckley. I'm double XL. I know. And then uh, little G's got one that's in there. It's still sitting, sitting in there. It's a nice cotton candy themed uh, pink and light blue tie dye. Yeah, it's fucking tie-dye. dope. Love tie dye. Buckley, I thought you said the commons you bought were XS. What, what does XS mean? Condoms. Extra small. No, no. They're double, <laughs> triple XL. Extra strong. <laughs> Extra yeah. ribbed. Extra ribbed. Fuck her. I turn them inside out for my pleasure. <laughs> What? Oh, <laughs> that sounds like it hurt. You have a cottage fucking uh, cheese grater dick. I could, Dude, all I could think it about is uh, it's probably been 30 years since I've worn one of them things. No, thank you. Ron. Uh, real quick, had you seen Ron? Had you seen the uh, the politician that made the porn tape? No, 
Did you see this, Matt? I, I think I shared it on uh, Talk at the Tavern. I posted uh, on Instagram about it. There's a, and I predicted this, and Matt Matt verified me predicting this. I think it was on this show. I was saying that AOC was going to release a sex tape to encourage sexual freedoms and all this stuff. But instead of AOC and her fine ass and giant knockers, she's got some big boobs. That was the episode, Rye, I had a tough time posting because of the AOC title. Yes, there you go. Okay, I need to go back and listen to that. Who was it, Ryan? It's this guy. uh, (laughs) I forget his last name. Itkiss. And he he looks like he's built like a combination of you, me and Buckley is what his body type is like. Oh, not great. So he's look he's good looking then. Well, he's got a decent face, but his body, I mean, he's got a frog ass. You heard of a, like a guys with a frog ass where like if you stood up a bullfrog, he's got like just a oh. hole in his back. It's not really an ass. It's just a fucking hole. <laughs> it's mostly this porn tape is mostly him fucking this like solid six. And it's like his ass shot. It's just this. This is what it looks like. And it's just his ass in the camera. <laughs> but this is like a new campaign video for this politician. It kiss. He's running in Manhattan. Check him out. Kim You've actually showed it, it to me. It's seen what, I've seen it. It's on Pornhub. It's a bucket list bonanza is what it's called. And he's running on that platform of sexual freedom. So was this um, Kim's research that she does for the oh show? <laughs> hey, Kim does some unique research. We've been I know uh, she does. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we've been doing some uh, some decent episodes together. So, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. This this porn video is, is bad. All right, Ryan. So we're looking forward to your OnlyFans for your foot modeling. Uh, Buckley's going to hand the torch over to you. He shut his down. I did what? You shut down your foot, your foot modeling uh, OnlyFans. No, I didn't. Oh, you still got that? Yeah. Oh, so I'm not contributing it to it anymore. Foot modeling is overrated. I'm going to do a uh, uh, knee cleavage modeling. Oh, there you That's go. What I'm done. It's like That's when you bend your when you bend your knee all the way and there's that little line right there. I was thinking yeah. something for taints would be interesting. Oh, yeah. Because I, you know, I'm the Tartarian taint tickler. That's, That's nice. <laughs> That's actually right. good. Maybe we should wrap this up. <laughs> I'm so tired. All right, let's do it. Where, where can we find you, Ron and Buckley? All right. Well, you can find Ron on Instagram at Ron from New England and the Wicked Planet podcast. Come give us a follow. Buckley is also on Instagram and I've been tagging him on the show notes. So Buckley, tell us where, where every, tell them where they can find you. You find me nowhere. <laughs> Tristan Buckley on Instagram. <laughs> what a wet blanket. That's right. Whatever. Uh... He tries to be all secretive. He just wants to be all secretive. <laughs> Incognito. That's the way to go, man. Yeah. Wicked Planet comes out every Thursday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, you know, all those usual suspects. If you don't know, now, you know, get yeah. after it. Hey, Matt, Ryan, thanks for having us come on. Yeah, the thanks. master debaters. I always enjoy these shows. Always a good time. Thanks for coming. Out serious. And then we go sideways. Oh, of course. It always it always ends in a tailspin. That's the way we go. That's all right. Well, us 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 little crew, we, we've been getting uh, together for what, like two years now. So I don't think we get did anything that surprised anyone. No, almost two and a half years for you, Ron. I know it's uh, almost three years for me and you got on pretty early in my show. So you've been at this longer than you think, man. Episode 42. Time flies. Yeah. Yeah. So. The good old Fun days. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
back when my dick was little. Now it's big. So I'm, I'm oh, we got rocking, dude. We're rocking that. Did you guys see that that video with the uh, sweet potato? No, <laughs> there's a massive sweet potato and the chick breaks it. And the two guys look at each other and he's like, that's the biggest sweet potato I've ever seen. And the other guy's like, I thought that was his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't seen that. No. Uh, it's going around Instagram. I guess we're <clears throat> watching different stuff. Man. Dude, it, it's, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Is that on Pornhub or? Oh, no, just straight <laughs> IG. IG's finest. If, if it's on Instagram, I'm sure we'll see it at some point. Yeah, you'll come across it. You'll be lucky, graced with it. Nice. And when you do, you'll think of me, thankfully. Yeah. There you go, Matt. <laughs> Rye, what do you got going on? Yeah, knowing how the algorithm works, Matt, they're going to see this right now as soon as we log off because their phones are close enough to the computer where they heard you talking about that video. Oh, yeah. Next time they go on IG, that that big veiny sweet potato is going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my uh, my feed is only girls shaking their ass, UFC stuff, and then like a few conspiracy things. I, I It's really listening to what I click on, it seems. <laughs> and I like it. So uh, nothing new over here, though, man. It's just... um. You know, having fun, trying to find some new information. Got a fun Merovingian episode coming out. That is, uh, it blew my mind doing the research. Um, and then obviously, you know, I did the intro segment of the last week's Monday Night Master Debaters talking about that weird Dimitri guy and his satanic shit with, you know, healthcare and all that weird stuff. Just a freak of nature. I don't think that, uh, I don't think anyone, if they're actually paying attention, would, would really agree with this agenda that's being pushed. So we kind of touched on all that stuff here, and it was fun, man. I think this was a cool one. You know, shame that uh, Mr. Gorga had to dip out, but seems like there was like two shows in one. We were like, you know, kind of had a filter on. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> the we before just and let after. loose. Yeah. So fun stuff. But Matt, what about you? Anything uh, new going on over there? Are you working on some new shit? No, nah, I'm doing uh, old world shit still. I, I'm dealing with tartards on on from last week still, and then can you uh, tell me about that a little bit before we wrap? I'm I'm curious what I mean. Uh, you getting bullied around a little bit? Oh no, not at all. I love it. I think it's funny. No, but there's just other uh, other people in YouTube and podcast realms that you know are they have their flag planted and their whole shtick is Tartaria, and if it goes away and you know they're done, so. They're holding fast to this unicorn. And uh, it's like, guys, you got to look at reality at some point. And people just don't want to do it. So, hey, to each his own, man. I, I mean, I understand everybody has their own truth. But when you start going to source materials and pulling shit out and then people want to live in this fantasy land, so be it. Mm. I like so it. your sources. That's the one I always get. Well, well I love that. Explain you know? it to me. Explain the whole fucking thing that you've spent years researching. Explain it all to me in one post and a comment. Well, Ron, I had a guy this week. I put I put a minute clip out there, right? And I, and and it was on, I forgot what it was on frequency or something. And some guys like, well, where's the rest of the clip? I'm like, well, the name of the video is right there. You can go look it up on YouTube. And he goes, what? Are you too lazy or is your ego too big not to share the information? I'm like. Is it too much for me to expect people to go do a little research rather than me spoon feed it to you? I'm like, I put this stuff out there to provoke thoughts, not to fucking hold your hands. And but people are so fucking lazy. It's hilarious. What right we should now. do we do a little meme of a 
of somebody in a in a high chair, like a little kid, <laughs> and, and you got a spoon, and in the spoon it shows Todd Terrier, right? And you go, oh, here comes the airplane. That's it. But that's it. That's these people, man. They are giant like fucking little, children. I got a spoon feed you like a little fucking kid. Oh, it's and unbelievable. Not only that, when, I, when I put it in your mouth, because you've got the spoon that's rubber coated, <laughs> oh. right? So you put it in your mouth and you go like this. And what do they do? They fucking spit half of it out. Yeah. So they're not going to listen to anything that you fucking tell them anyway. No. That was no, so it's just it's just but it's it's funny because I, I feel like right now what's happening, it's it's like planned, though. It's trying to get more division of people that kind of think outside the box. And those are just the Russian bots fucking with you, Matt. That's all it is. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about real people. There's real people going on podcasts out there now and, and jumping ship and like saying everything's fake and that. You know, the people that do the old world research are just wasting their time and they haven't found anything or proven anything or debunked anything. And it's just it's funny, you know, because. Yeah, but it's your time, Matt. Who yeah. the fuck are they to say what you do with your time? Well, these are you could be yeah. out drinking, chasing horse, which actually doesn't sound that bad, really, when you think about it. But but what I'm saying is <laughs> you're, you're choosing not to do that. You're doing something nice and wholesome. In trying to maybe open some people's eyes to, to a possibility that could be. Like, yeah. like you're not saying for sure. You're saying it could be. It could have been. And what drives me nuts are the people that say no, period. And that's it. No, that's it. And because and there's because it hasn't been taught to us yet. It hasn't been programmed in their in their, you know, system. So they can't even fathom it. So the idea of it is a threat. And that's what it is. It's the it's this inability to just even, you know, I, I was listening to this guy, Jason Brashear, and some people are like, well, he's a Mason. He's a, yeah, this, that. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I like I like his ideas. I, I like his perspective. And it's I've heard, different. I've heard good things about him. Yeah. yeah. And so what he says, though, he says there's three things that you need to stay out of the matrix, you know, stay out of that matrix programming. You have to have imagination. You have to have intuition and you have to have empathy. And, and you think about that, and it, it's true. The imagination is huge. What do we lose as adults? That, that It's that imagination. They take that away from you and program that out of you that you can't stop. You got, you got to stop thinking outside the box. You need to get back in this, you know, mentality with everybody else. And, and you know, you've been taught, you know, there's an old Harry Chapin song called Flowers Are Red. And, and, and that's what it is. You know, this kid goes to school and he's painting all these colorful flowers. And the teacher says, no, the, the flowers are only red. And, you know, you can't be painting these. And finally, after he does it again, she yells at me. And finally, he goes to a new school and he paints flowers and they're all red. And the teacher's like, what are you doing? There's so many colors in the rainbow. Why don't you use them all? And he's like, well, I just see the red ones now because he had been beaten at it, had beaten out of them. Sure that you can use. And that's where we are now. We're at a point where thinking outside the box and thinking about things that possibly could have happened, not saying that they're fact is now a threat. And it's now, you know, one guy said that going down rabbit holes, you're going closer to Satan and further away from God. And I just fucking laughed. And I'm like, that's the, I don't agree with that either. Oh, it's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. It's the typical Bible, Bible thumping excuse against anything right you're you're going away from god because you're not going toward no it's how many people that go down rabbit holes are brought closer to god and their faith is stronger because they've seen the dark shit that's out there and they see the dark powers that are at play 
Yeah. You got to get through the dark to get to the light, right? I know it's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. So on that, it's 11 o'clock. Buckley's tired. Let's get out of here, boys. Thank you very much, everyone. It's a wrap. Stay strong. Question everything. See you guys. If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the... So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. <laughs>